0: Music to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian.
1: And I'm Lizzie.
0: This is the last episode of 2021, where we are interviewing a guest. We may have a a late edition or an early edition, depending on where we're at, of uh, our favorite stuff of the year. But until we get to that, we have an episode here with Snarls, a... Up and coming, uh, I, I, I think we're kind of jealous of them because they're going on the Nothing Nowhere tour. And so we're just like, hey, can we... Well,
1: here's the thing, though. We're going to see the Nothing Nowhere tour, which they're opening on.
0: We're not going to so. be the Nothing Nowhere tour.
1: Okay, but we are... Okay, you're like a singer and I'm hopeless. So there's also a disconnect there to why we're not on that tour.
0: Is it possible that we could be perceived Jesus. as a tour tour? as our podcast
1: <laughs> you know it exists out there now how many people would want to see us oh, i have no idea um yeah
0: emo social tour that's... 2022 anyway you stop uh that is our guest our final guest of 2021 this is a very fun interview uh we got a couple of the band members there and we are just we're just fans and we're excited to see them when they're on tour next year uh but before we get into that episode hey Did you know you can rate this podcast, this one you're listening to right now on Spotify?
1: Yeah, it's so brand new that um, if anybody puts lesser than five stars, it'll actually uh, severely impact it. So just put five stars. That's that's
0: (laughs) a risky statement to tell people. (laughs) Hey, guess what? Your vote counts oh shit i'm gonna fuck them up i mean
1: that's how it works in general i know
0: but it's scary when well, we people actually get, have control
1: we won't get our full rating until more people rate it is the other thing so more people have to go and rate it just open your spotify app find us go to the top and it'll say do you want to rate this podcast and it just gives you one out of five stars
0: the answer and you five. better put five stars the answer is five stars always
1: so, Don't be a coward again, like the person who did that poll and said nah. Let us know. It still has that come up come up. Yeah. All right. Come on. Don't
0: tell us no. Tell us yes with five stars. You can also do the same thing on Apple Podcasts if you listen to us there. Uh if you listen to us somewhere else or if you uh you know just want to get in contact with us, you can find us on the internet. If you're on Instagram, we're at emo social club. If you're on Twitter or TikTok and or TikTok. Uh, at Dude. emo, <laughs> at X, Fucked it
1: up again. It
0: happens every,
1: every time. It's because you never go on those.
0: Yeah, it's that. Uh If you are on Twitter and or TikTok, you can find us at X emo social club X. Uh, and if you're on Facebook, you know maybe reconsider your choices with your yeah. Uh, you're not gonna life.
1: get any types of IRL updates. Yeah.
0: Uh, we do. Have a YouTube page, emo social club.com slash
2: YouTube.
0: <laughs> we do have a YouTube page, youtube.com slash emo social club. Uh, and you can watch the video version of this podcast and all of our other podcasts and some other fun videos over there. You know, if you're like a visual type person with person. your eyeballs and your visuals,
1: you like to put it on and just watch it and be like, these people are on my screen. We are real.
0: normal human people with
1: are we normal
0: we are I mean normal in the sense that we are people normal people I don't know
1: we are we are not AIs having conversations on a podcast
0: now we run the risk of being found out as AIs <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah go over to YouTube like comment subscribe on all of our social medias we would love that rate us five stars wherever you find us go to our website emo we have some a little bit of leftover merch. We're hoping to get more in the you know early months of 2022. And uh if you
1: were in our last uh DJ stream, you you have an idea on what fucking oh, chaos we have here for you. I'm so stoked.
0: We have some good ideas. <laughs> uh and if you are a big fan of our podcast, we do have a membership section on there where you can download our DJ sets, you can watch the full streams of all of our interviews parentheses uh, the ones that we still have the videos for and parentheses uh, and eventually there will be more content on there we are uh, we're building up a lot 2022 is on the the horizon and we are ready to um, you know be like sup fucker
1: <laughs> I walk into the digital space and say what's up fuckers sup
2: fuckers
0: uh, yeah so uh, we are <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you next year uh, and with our Albums of the Year episode whenever we release it. Uh, But until then, here is our episode with Snarls. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian.
1: And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friends Mick and Max of Snarls. So thanks so much, guys, for hopping in with us and chatting about everything that you you guys have been on the roll this year and this upcoming year. It's like you have so many new things. So thank you for coming to chat with us about all of it. Oh, yeah.
3: Thank you for yeah, having thank us. You guys. Happy to chat with you today.
0: <laughs> You're wearing a Sonderbombs t shirt, I should mention. Friend of the pod. No,
3: it's it's actually uh, Sonder, like a clothing brand that oh, my, my buddy so, makes. But yeah. Damn. Like, cool connection. But yeah. It's a great. I word. Know, it's you a guys great know the Sonderbombs, made. I know. Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah. we love
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that's like, you know, the Ohio scene is fairly, like, tight-knit, even though we were like, which sea of Ohio are you from? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, for
3: sure. oh, yeah, Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming
0: it's, like, pretty tight-knit, even though it's, like, three major cities and, like, traveling between all of them.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a lot of friends in Cleveland, for sure. <laughs>
0: uh, we'll, we'll just get the big thing out of the way for us, as we were talking about before we started recording. Uh, y'all are going on a tour with Nothing Nowhere. And that's just insane. We should probably introduce who you are, but let's talk about that first. Let's talk (laughs) about Nothing Nowhere and then we'll talk about who both of you are.
1: Oh my gosh. Sorry,
0: I forgot. I'm like, no, that's how we... This is our last one of the year, okay? We are loose and we are light on our feet and we are having a good time. (laughs) Oh yeah. Alice, no sass. Um, So why don't you both introduce yourselves and then we'll go into the Nothing Nowhere tour and talk
3: about that.
4: Yeah. Uh, My name is Mick Martinez. I play guitar and snarls.
3: Uh, I'm Max Martinez, and I play drums.
1: And what thing are you going to take from your diner (laughs)
3: or a a car dealership or something? Whatever
1: place. Okay.
4: I can't say i've ever done this before but like i think maybe i need to start stealing forks because forks disappear mm. in my house and i always have only like two so okay maybe i should just start taking them
1: <laughs> just when you go to chipotle next just grab a handful and be like these are mine yeah and that's yeah, it maybe
4: i should just be stealing a shit ton of plasticware. <laughs>
1: And Max, could you could you talk about yours? Because I know I, I know you said earlier before we started recording, but yeah. also it seems like it should be free anyway.
3: <laughs> hot sauce yeah. and hand sanitizer. The the necessities.
1: Honestly, <laughs> yes.
3: just don't mix them up when you're like. No, you
1: know. that's actually yeah. what you use as a weapon to defend yourself. Instead of pepper spray, it's actually a hodgepodge of hand sanity and a hot sauce of your choice.
3: I mean, that's kind of just what
0: it
4: that's is. Dangerous. Man.
0: Yeah. yeah, Lizzie, for some reason, came into this and was like, Hey, what would you steal and how would you use it as a weapon? <laughs> like, damn, Lizzie, okay. We're also
1: uh, a survival podcast. <laughs> but, Max, yeah. what, what type of hot sauce are you stealing primarily? Like, are you going to Taco Bell or are you just going to wherever and you're taking the Cholula packets or what? Or are you walking in well, Chipotle I mean, and taking it?
3: It's not stealing if it's from Taco Bell. That's so, correct. Um, Accurate. <laughs> The Chipotle Tabasco from Chipotle. Is Ooh, yeah, pretty good. That's a good Fine. one. Yeah. <laughs> if they have little bottles, I'm not stealing a whole bottle.
1: Yeah. Well, if, <laughs> you got to be real ballsy sauce. to steal a whole bottle, or have somebody yeah. else do it, and you're like, Mm-mm, "That's not me. That's not you." <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It's also like
0: imagine that you're like in front of somebody using the hot sauce, and but instead of using it, you just like take the whole thing and put it in your bag, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. "Uh." I was gonna hey.
1: use that. Can you yeah, see? What like, hey. use it? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna Yuck. snitch on you, but I want to use this on my burrito bowl before you walk out of the like, store with it.
0: Take it. I just want some. That's A actually what solidarity
1: is—is is sharing it before you leave the store. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. Exactly.
0: <sighs> yeah. I. Uh, I again uh, condone stealing and you can't arrest us because this happened forever <laughs> ago and the statute of limitations or, not is at gone. all yeah thank you thank you right <laughs> cops A oh.
1: hey, cab
2: hey, anyway uh <laughs> we,
1: we can jump into your upcoming tour with uh gucci high waters poor stacy and nothing nowhere and how did this all kind of come to fruition because uh, i mean listening to you guys and having people also be like your bubble grunge, which is a whole other thing (laughs) within itself. Yes, It's like this kind of, not even like a bad, it's not bad. It's like a left field addition. And I think it's also like cool to start to see like a new resurgence of like a mashup of like different like variety of musics on like tour packages again.
4: Totally. I am so excited about the mix of genres on this tour. I think it's going to be really fun. But like there's this you know kind of i mean what nothing nowhere is like this mix of like uh rock and emo and hip-hop and all this stuff i just think um each band on this tour kind of highlights like one of those like those areas and all together it kind of ties in with the headliner i think um but, yeah, I'm super excited to play in front of that crowd. I'm excited to play some of, like, our more emo stuff. Like, I think that they'll really vibe with that kind of set. We just came off a tour where with a pop rock band, and it was a little bit tough to win over a crowd <laughs> oh. wanting pop music. But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we're I think we'll be at home <laughs> with these crowds for sure.
0: <laughs> I was uh, I was listening to your or watching your audio tree, listening and watching and uh there was a shout out to Mike Kinsella in it and i was like oh okay like now i like kind of like the the emo jangly guitar uh you know midwestern the
1: twinkle emo
0: yeah so i'm like it it all started to make a lot of sense yes. once i heard the mike kinsella shout out i'm like okay this is like oh yeah it's like a new <laughs> band doing like a a nostalgic style of emo that Uh, Nothing Nowhere and other like emo hip-hop or other things like would sample and use so it's it all does make a lot of sense when you like listen to where it all came from and how it's all kind of dividing and creating and recreating things so I think it makes complete sense
1: yeah
4: on the same page
1: (laughs) and then with your recent tour that you just like hopped off of so you were with mags and then you were also with the happy Fits. so mm-hmm. how was that though because like like you just mentioned it was a little bit harder to like kind of win over this like pop rock audience but i also feel like mags and the happy fits were kind of like that in between alt audience too so it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. to hear that you guys are kind of having a little bit of struggle to get them like engaged
3: <laughs> i think uh a lot of their crowd showed up to have fun which was good um it was just a little tough playing our sad songs (laughs) in front of them um so yeah they i mean they wanted to have fun every night so that was pretty easy to um get into um it was just like kind of broadening their horizons a little bit trying to get them to catch some interest in our little Glitter,
0: emo, vibe. I mean, mean, like, emo has become such a, like, popular genre, thing, buzzword, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, why aren't you just going to be at a show? And, like, randomly, you know, somebody comes out there and it's like, hey, fuckers. Not that you would go out and be like, hey, fuckers. But, you know, it's like, we're going to get sad and stuff. And then, like, Scott Pilgrim it, and just, like, you know. Like I'd be like, oh, awesome, cool. It's a different vibe (laughs) for the same show. I'm going to go crazy to it. You know, whatever.
1: I mean, I will say it is kind of like a different vibe, though. Like, let's the Happy Fits, they are much more like alt-pop and mags as well. I mean, both are great artists within their own respects. But Mm -hmm. I could see how, especially if you guys are like, hey, what's going on, everybody? (laughs) Uh, Do you like the Twinkle Emo? please like my twinkle emo. Thank you.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was also like, I won't say it was like a big struggle because every night we had a great night with the crowd. And like, like Max said, they were super willing to like uh, listen to us for the first time and like be into it just takes those first couple of songs for everybody to kind of get warmed up to you. But it was also totally on us of, Putting our two most catchy pop songs right in the beginning of the set, mm-hmm. and then close like, yeah, we're gonna get emo now, and like that shit lasts the rest of the set. Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> so like, you don't really know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, they, they were such the sweetest crowds though, so it was good. <laughs>
1: Well, that also on that tour, it looks like you guys also started to do a new like help out with a new series with the alternative, uh, kind of like doing like a behind the sage thing. so how how did that kind of come about? and how was that like filming, especially right now with like Covid?
3: I don't know how that uh, idea got around to us first, but it was a lot it was a lot of fun doing it. Um, no no complaints about great food. Uh, in the green room Um, and it was cute like we talked about (laughs) we talked about stuff that you don't usually talk about in an interview like we're kind of used to being asked a lot of the same questions and that was not the case at all so it was a lot of fun
4: yeah they were super sweet I really enjoyed that and it was so nice of them to like spoil us a little bit like especially being the first band of three on like a small tour you don't Oh, it, you know you don't get your writer and you don't ever get a green room basically, <laughs> so um, yeah, it was really nice of them to bring that stuff for us and just like have a really great like down to earth chat and yeah, filming was super fun, and uh, it was like everybody was safe about it, and it was great
1: that's awesome, and I mean, yeah, as like a smaller entity, like you go into those situations being like, hmm. I wonder what's gonna happen here like what can I get I mean also thinking too what would be if you had you know that weird ask like what would be your weird ask like to have in the, <laughs> the green room I don't
2: like, you're, know I think we're you're you're like, yeah.
4: we're so low maintenance like I can't yeah. even think of how I would put anyone out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Like, usually it's like a pizza and a case of beer or something, and you're like, cool, I'm good. Right.
4: We we keep it simple. Yeah. I don't know. It would be really nice if, like, every green room had, like, a steamer or something like that. Like, I don't know. Just nice amenities like that, but it doesn't always work that way. (laughs)
1: Like, a steamer, mini facials for everybody before we go out on stage.
4: Wow.
0: Wow, Okay. A personal yes. masseuse in every room.
1: I would
4: love
2: that. I mean Yeah.
0: I I I did a show, uh I was in a, a a mediocre emo cover band. Don't look it up. And uh look it up. We we played at no we played at um this casino in Iowa and they were like, Oh hey, here's your green room, and I'm like, Holy shit, there's so much here. This is like so many amenities. And we're just like this shitty little band. It's like, well, if you want to get like a bigger, you know, name act to come through this casino, you're like, well, we got to have a nice little setup for them. And sometimes you get lucky and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm about to iron everything. I'm about to take a shower that I don't need. Like, I don't know. It's just like I have every option. I'm going to take it
4: yeah i was totally going to mention the shower anytime we'd like come across a nice green room it's like you always got to take advantage of mm-hmm. the nice bathroom or all the good snacks because they're few and far between yes <laughs> everyone gets stoked about the shower and the laundry in the green mm-hmm.
0: room <laughs> and then you would steal the snacks like you were at a starbucks yeah. or a chipotle yeah
1: exactly yeah of course because <laughs> you don't know if it's guaranteed at the next stop come on you have to think you don't know head. you
0: don't know
2: right
1: just pretend you're, like, a little squirrel, and, like, you are the squirrel hoarding the snacks, and that's it. Yes. And it's better.
0: Yes. When you're out on tour, pretend you're a squirrel. <laughs> As you know, the old bands like Guns N' Roses and Van Halen oh did. Pretend that you are a squirrel and take everything from the green room. <laughs> Store it away for the winter. That was my nature documentary uh, impression.
1: That was really wild.
0: Thank you. Hey y'all, it's fall. We restocked our merch. We'd love it if you could go to our website, emosocialclub.com slash store to check it out. We still have some tank tops for the summer, but it's obviously, uh, chilling out right now, but we put them on discount as a way of saying, you know, tanks for summer, pause for laughter. So, uh, yeah, go, go pick it up because we would love to get some winter and, uh, spring merch. But we got to get rid of all the stuff we got before we can get the new stuff in. So it'd be a beautiful thing if you could do that. You would look cool. And we would look cool. Go to our website, emosocialclub.com slash store. Pick yourself up something nice. I'm going to ask you a question in the most (laughs) boomer style way I possibly can. Because (laughs) I am 76 years old. So it's going to make sense. I'm up there. I'm close i'm um uh and i mean this with all sincerity and also all kindness the fuck is bubble grunge though
4: (laughs) i wish i knew (laughs) i don't
3: know i've never (laughs) said that phrase probably never will no i wish you could help me out honestly
1: i wish you could help me like i get it from like
0: a an emo adjacent style like loud soft uh heavy guitars at some parts and like kind of, uh you know, like more of like a, a punk mentality in like a rock mainstream scene, I guess, kind of a thing, but it's like poppier and happier and more like you said, glittery. Like it's, it's a lot yeah. of these types of things in something that is like objectively not supposed to be that it's supposed to be uh a little bit dirtier and objectively like more, uh, Male, I guess, like testosterone-driven, yeah. and it's like, nah, nah, it's not nah this time. <laughs> my non-boomer side gets it, but my boomer side is like, the fuck? In in my nineties, you're gonna you're gonna do this?
4: <laughs> yeah, I think it's a a really unfortunate word for a cool genre. <laughs> I I think the style. Um, is is neat but that word like just makes me cringe oh i hate
1: it this is gonna get clipped and then put on like tiktok and you're gonna get a bunch of people who are gonna stitch it and be like bubble grunge is this and be like really upset that none of us one really fully understand bubble grunge and are kind of like guys we could have named it anything like listen we've learned from butt rock all right we can only go forward
0: it comes around butt rock is cool now I I hope. Oh my God. I mean, I've been listening to it a lot. I hope it's Whoa, cool.
2: That's, uh,
1: <laughs> is it just Hooba Stank?
0: Guys, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna make a couple Hooba stands out of you if I if you weren't already. <laughs> Hooba Stank rules. Hooba Stank is so good. Uh, much like Bubble Grunge, it's just a bad name to describe something that is very good.
1: <laughs> we get. We get Hansel from Nightlife on here one time, and he is the number one stand and now Brian is on this stand train like way I was, too much.
0: We were on it when we learned they had a cinematic universe. Anyway, enough about Hoobastank. <laughs> there is, there's so much in the Hoobalore of the Hoobastank world. Okay, but uh, I, I, I think that there is room for there to be a bubble grunge like thing that like. Starts. It's more like I don't want to say happy. It's just more glittery, more shiny, but still sad and (laughs) emo. And then it like comes around. It's like, oh man, like this is exactly what I'm feeling. Like I'm pretty, but I'm struggling.
1: Yes,
3: yes. Well said.
1: I'm so with you. That's why the next time you have somebody ask you like, how are you doing? You'll just be like, I'm pretty, but I'm struggling, and just look at them with like. (laughs) the most sincere like look like yeah you want to challenge me
0: uh this, what is in this tea man i'm getting caffeinated slightly
1: it's not even that late brian
0: oh i know it's not i've had a lot of caffeine today too so there you and go maybe
1: that's it maybe you're just reaching your peak caffeine tolerance
0: i hope so I'm trying <laughs> to stretch it um where did the term come from then like just just as a continuation of the question like where is it like why 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 where why
4: <laughs> I have no idea I don't know I, just, I first saw it on the Spotify Wrapped thing Yeah. Spotify for making that award I don't know if they yeah. made it up or what but
1: I saw it like starting to get, get it. tweeted out and Snarls was under it and I forgot what other bands were under it too and I'm like I don't know when this came out but I need us to stop and chill out <laughs> Cause I'm so tired (laughs) of keeping up to date with these new (laughs) subdivisions of these neighborhood of musics. And I we need to stop.
4: (laughs) I know it's genre naming has truly gone too far. Ridiculous. People are so sensitive about it. That's the thing.
0: (laughs) Emo used to be such a dirty word. And now it's like, fine. I'm bubble grunge. It's like, Hey, yeah, I can't fuck with that. I don't know if anybody has any. Here bubble about grunge that emo,
1: yet. whatever yeah. whatever that means.
0: Yeah. It's just like an intern at Spotify who's like, I don't know, we need clicks, like buzzfeeds over here. Just like eleven bands in uh Bumble Grunge. Bumble grunge. Bumble, Bumble grunge. grunge is a dating app. For- well, wow, that's
1: crazy. That's wild.
0: Yeah. It goes loud soft and there's gravelly vocals. Uh when you go on. But uh yeah, BuzzFeed's just like, yeah, 11 bubble grunge bands you need to know. Number 11 will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Number 5 will punch your dog. I don't know.
2: What? <laughs> no, that's like just me. That... Well, there's
0: always like that random thing in like the the BuzzFeed like push. It's like read this article or, you know.
1: Brian, that's called clickbaiting. Yeah, first I of know. All. But okay there's we a think word the bubble grunge
0: it. is not a clickbaity word like <laughs> that's why i said it like a it's boomer so... is like it's clickbaity but also yeah. it probably works like i i have no doubt that it like absolutely will get people interested because they'll be like a why b what let me find out let me interest let me get interested in it and then you find out oh shit this is all the stuff i already like
2: right
1: Again, some internet Spotify. It's like um, I was on my Spotify and I was like looking through like the different like playlists. And it said POV, you're a young person on this app. And that was the name of the playlist. And I was like, what What does this mean? So I clicked on it. And I'm like, oh, this is literally everything I already listened to. And like newer pop punk and newer emo. And then that's it. And I'm like, oh, OK. Was that, is that the get? <laughs> It's like, I don't even see Olivia Rodrigo on here. I feel like we're missing something here, bestie. Wow. Wow, that actually is shocking. Yeah. Honestly.
0: (laughs) She's the most teen angst right now of most artists.
1: I think the teen angst really came out when everyone tried to buy her tickets and they understood real teen, teen angst in the moments where Um, you're queued up in line for 45 minutes and then when you get in, you can't get tickets. And if you do, they're over $200 per ticket. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some people really upset about not getting those tickets. But I do think it's cool that she's still um, doing like some smaller venues. Yeah. definitely could be like in some really big spots or like arenas. But I think it's cool that she's uh still kind of getting her bearings with touring
2: yeah
1: i remember seeing a lot of tiktoks criticizing her for it and it was coming from a lot of people who when they were like explaining it they're like well i've gone to see these larger artists that like um here in chicago we have united center like um all state arena things like that and i'm like well still comparatively she has done very well but could she maybe sell out those larger venues? Maybe, unless she had like somebody else to tag along with. So I feel yeah. like her doing those smaller venues, like it makes sense, like logistically in the long term. But to also see people, you know, obviously it sucks whenever you don't get tickets to an artist you really want to go see. But, you know, it just kind of makes sense. Like obviously her next step would probably be to play music festivals in the summer, reevaluate mm-hmm. and then probably come back for like those larger venues, like the live nation venues.
4: Right, and, like, people want their tickets so bad, this smaller run, like, creates the hype. And then people are going to, when she plays arenas on the next tour, they're going to, like, sell so well because people didn't get their tickets last time.
1: That's marketing Mm. for you, baby. I know. It's like,
2: oh, it's sold out.
0: I got to get tickets to the next one. Yeah.
1: Yep.
4: (sighs) The game
0: of the music industry that I don't like that people have to play It's like, dude, I just want a ticket. I just want to see it. Come on. Like, I'm a fan. Damn. (laughs) And I think, like, uh, I think that Olivia Rodrigo being a younger female in a rock slash pop space, like, that is going to sell a lot. Like, anyway, that's just going to sell a lot. She's had, like, the biggest record of the year, and she's had like two major singles, it's like, yeah, you're you're gonna sell it out. You're like everything that like teenage girls want to go to a concert to see. Oh yeah. And me. But
1: I'm like sorry. I did not get Brian and I tickets. It was very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Down. <laughs> I literally finished teaching my class And I said hey guys It is uh, 8.40 and we're ending early But I'm trying to get R- Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> tickets So we're gonna go Canceled Thanks
0: <laughs> I do think it is uh, Well we, we are We're doing our best And Lizzie is mostly our person that does this In general But, uh, finding bands with female or in general, just non men artists that are like doing this, you know, good stuff, going on tours, like getting booked for shows. I saw a tweet the other day. It's like, damn, it's like none of you guys even know a girl to put, to put them on a show.
1: (laughs) None of you have even spoken
2: or looked at a woman.
0: Have you talked to a girl before? Some of them play music. You could put them on a gig. It's, it's not that big a deal. (laughs) Uh, so, I, I mean, I certainly, like, we were talking the other day, and I'm like, we know any other, like, artists in Chicago? And Lizzie's like, yeah, Brian. I'm like, well, I don't listen to them because I'm a 100. So I'm trying to, like, get more into, like, uh, that side of it where it's like, yeah, let me find some newer artists because it does feel like the up-and-coming artists now, the ones that are going to be selling the most tickets and getting the most hype around them are going to be bands that are not, like, all straight white males up on a stage playing sad shit about girls. It's going to be more wide-ranging. There's going to be more different things that you can, you know, go to a show and hear and see and and enjoy. Uh, I don't know. Like, do you feel like... I don't know. (laughs) I I mean, we've already talked to multiple bands from Ohio that have women in it, and I'm like, I'm trying to find four more in Chicago.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm like stoked uh about this real like push right now for diversity on tours and festivals and stuff um yeah I think it's really cool I'm super excited to see a lot of marginalized people that I know like thriving in music right now um it's really exciting there is also the flip side that I like to talk about though about like not being obsessed with it and just like supporting your marginalized people but not, like, make I don't know, bringing attention to them just because they are who they are. So there's, like, a fine line between that, that we're, like, treading right now. Like, I don't – I don't know. It's kind of frustrating when people are, like, yeah, we – like, here's this tour, and it's, like, all oh, female-fronted bands. Woo! It could just be labeled, like, a bunch of cool bands, you know? But – yeah (laughs) oh
1: yeah (laughs) oh yeah and I mean I I feel like that's always been like the counter argument to it anyway and like the worry that oh you're just gonna put this together because they are non-males in these bands but I think we've also seen and at least like I mean at least because I'm usually the person who reaches out to like book our guests and everything like I'm just reaching out to people I'm like do they have really good music do they do like really cool projects and like do they just so happen to be um, somebody who's on mail? Do they just so happen to be somebody who's POC? It's like, okay, cool. That's awesome. And it works out that way. And it's just being more open, I feel, after a certain point. Mm -hmm. Just, like, not limiting yourself to this, like, one-way street of being like, I'm just going to go with whatever this may be.
4: Yes, totally with you. I I am stoked, though, like, just about how many of my, like, friends that I – no, especially women that I know in music um that are just like thriving right now. It's so exciting. Um, and I love seeing more and more like especially men like standing up and being like, you know, fighting for our advocacy, I guess
0: yeah, it's it's it is a fine line of like saying, "Hey, we're gonna just put this tour together because like I think that the people at the top who are generally men are like thinking like, Oh, I want to do this because I want to take advantage of this moment when people are more interested in these genres, in these types of people. So I'm just going to put this together and like, whatever. Um, I think there's been a number of signings like to labels where it's like, okay, you just signed like you just signed a black artist. Like you don't have any other black artists on your label. You just signed a black artist that that does seem weird. At the same time, I'm like, hey, if it gets it done, (laughs) like if it's if we're at least moving the needle. In, in some way, I think that it is an overall benefit, but I do see it like, you know, and the rock scene is notoriously very open-minded and we love everything and we have no issue at all uh, with new people entering the scene. We don't gatekeep, we don't girl boss, and we don't gaslight. So yeah. <laughs> it it's like in the rock scene, I think that there has, I mean, traditionally been a lot of like, no this is ours stay out that's your lane this is our lane and now that it's like opening up people are still fighting against it but i'm also like yeah th- there's like there's no closing the door again the door is open and mm-hmm. everyone of all backgrounds of all cultures of all influences of all genres are coming in and they're making music and we're just we're we're, we're breaking down genres there's no genre anymore it's all music genre. <laughs> no, the bu- no music. more bubble
1: grunge no more bubble grunge it's yeah. already over.
0: No, we already ended it. We started and ended it in this in this podcast.
1: That's really crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's it is like that thin line. I I definitely agree with you. It's just yeah, I don't I don't know. Like I certainly do find myself being a little bit more interested in things that aren't the same as what I've I've seen before, what I've heard before. And sometimes oh, yeah. I'm like, am I only listening to this because it's a it's a female singer instead of a Male singer, am I only listening to this because it's more uh, hip hop based? Because there are black artists in it. Am I listening to this for like what reason am I listening to this? And it's like, because of fucking rules, dude. Like, that's why you're listening to it.
4: It's all that Uh, matters. Exactly. That's that's my point. That's all I care about.
1: (laughs) Well, something also was obviously some of your music that slapped pretty hard enough for NPR to put you guys on their new music playlist.
2: <laughs> like, listener at home, no it was a reaction. facepalm. Like, was I a... have no words. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Sorry, that's my reaction.
0: <laughs> like,
4: yeah, Unreal. I, we're so grateful for all of them over there and Bob Boylan, like, for working out for us a little bit before the pandemic, and um, just the writers over there that continue to support us. We are like, it's just beyond words i'm so grateful for them
1: (laughs) so also with that too you guys had a song featured in a movie called they them us how did that kind of come out because i feel like we don't see that very often in general
4: um so i haven't gotten to um see the movie yet but that was just uh Someone who I think lives in Columbus. I know he's in Ohio, but I'm pretty sure he lives in Columbus. Um, yeah. was just making this amazing movie and really made it a point to like feature a lot of um, local musicians in the film. And yeah, was super kind reached out to our label and we were super uh, excited to feature a song. We agreed right away.
0: <laughs> like, Hey, watch this movie that's me
4: <laughs> that's me that's me in there that's me it's like yeah, the but it, just we all premiered.
1: Want.
4: <laughs> it just premiered so I'm I'm excited to see it here soon
1: <laughs> and which song was in that movie that or did they take a couple I believe it's Walk in the Woods okay it's so like we'll just we'll just have to see like what they put that music to yeah
0: we're gonna watch yeah, it I, gonna
1: haven't, I I, I, know I don't have more information about like what the
4: actual scene is I'm like dying to know I need it to could see be it. a spoiler yeah.
1: scene so we could really just be saving everyone a spoiler alert for mm-hmm. all we yeah.
0: know so. <laughs> oh it's in this one scene you know this major character Um, oh shit
1: oh sorry <laughs> it's like Spider-Man spoilers sorry
0: guys no Spider-Man spoilers yet hasn't even been a week
4: no haven't seen it yet oh my gosh Listen. Um, I, every time I get on Twitter, I'm like,
0: "It's a, it's a, it's a like, I don't know. I
4: actually want to look at my feed, but
0: yeah. I, I saw it on Friday, this past Friday, and Thursday obviously it started playing like evening Thursdays at theaters. So I don't know why they said in theaters Friday. It's like it's in theaters <laughs> Thursday. Shut up, Alice. So <laughs> Alice said, "Uh oh, someone mentioned Spooderman," and I'm like, "Yeah." I'm, I'm really stoked on Spider-Man, okay? No, Spooderman. Uh, Man, But, like, somebody had posted a spoiler on Wednesday. Like, clearly somebody who had gotten, like, the, the privilege of seeing Spider-Man early and is like, hey, kids, fuck you. <laughs> and just like, here you go.
4: Evil. Yeah. Evil I, person.
0: Like, <laughs> dude, just steal the hot sauce from Chipotle. You don't need to hurt people <laughs> like this. This is a crime. Hot sauce is free. <laughs> Movies are this a crime.
2: <laughs>
0: Spoilers <laughs> are a crime. Um, go see it because you will find it harder. I've like I follow all these like Marvel like deep dive channels because I'm a fucking nerd. But yeah, uh, okay. I'm I'm super passionate about it. So they uh, they have been like just going into every minute detail of the movie for a few days just for those 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 hot clicks, the clickbait, you know. <laughs> so you're 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 walking a thin line.
4: <laughs> I know. I'm really about like I'm so close to having it ruined for me. I really just need to go see it immediately. I've been extremely lucky to not have it spoiled for me so far.
3: <laughs> yeah, we got back from tour on Thursday. And I saw it Thursday night because there was <laughs> there was no chance mm-hmm. that I was not going to and have it be spoiled for me.
1: So Max is literally just sitting here the entire time like nobody. It, you're literally that meme of the dude in the corner like nobody here has seen Spider-Man and can, I can't talk spoilers with them.
0: <laughs> hey, who knows I've seen Spider-Man already. <laughs>
4: That's some serious dedication to go see it the day you get back from a six-week tour because I went straight to my bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's look, Max, maybe you can speak to it, but it's really good.
2: (laughs) It's like really
3: good. I don't want to start talking about it. I know. (laughs) Because then the
2: spoilers are going to drop. He's Again, he's in the corner (laughs) waiting.
3: It's it's really good. (laughs)
0: we're gonna mute both of you and just have a full-on conversation about it we're gonna leave the stream and like you guys you guys we're gonna talk about spider-man and come back and be like all right it's out i honestly haven't been able to talk about it with anybody because of the same situation it's like no one's seen it yet but then like it's it's just breaking box office records or whatever which everybody says so i'm like whatever but Yeah, I'm like, come on, guys, where are you? I need to talk.
1: At this point, I'm just waiting because when Infinity War, so I'm not a Marvel person at all. But I was like, oh, I had to go to see like the last like Avengers, like eventually, like after all the, you know, hoopla died down, um, and I didn't because my dad came home after saw seeing it, and then he gave me the entire ending away, and I said, well, I'm never gonna see it now.
4: Oh that's the worst He's like did you see that this happened
1: And I said uh no Cause I haven't had time to go watch A four hour fucking movie But thanks
4: Yeah,
0: It's a four hour experience Thank you
1: Who, who has four hours
0: <laughs> I've watched it so many times <laughs> You have no idea <laughs> I've watched Infinity War and Endgame On like back to back On repeat many many times Over the past year and mm-hmm. a half because there wasn't a lot going on, uh, I'm gonna go back to yeah. talking about music, and this is gonna be a seamless transition. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> speaking of, you know, the last couple of years where there wasn't a lot going on, you guys actually had something going on because you had an LP come out in 2020. <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel great yeah. about that transition.
0: I feel great about it.
1: The <laughs> fact that you said seamlessly kind of like made it not as seamless. That's
3: the point. <laughs> No, but really, really bad timing for us <laughs> to uh, put that out in March. And uh, then everything shut down like three days later. <laughs> I mean, everybody yeah, can then be able rough. to
0: listen to it, you know?
3: Yeah. We just didn't yeah. get to tour on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we still got like great feedback. So uh, we're grateful for even being able to put it out at that time because a lot of people had to. Delay releases. Um, mm-hmm. So we're glad that we got it out. Just looking to move forward.
0: You're basically. So you're basically touring on it now. Like over a year later. You're basically touring with songs you had.
2: Out Kinda, in the world.
3: Um, with us putting out the EP. Like during this tour with the Happy Fits. We were playing mostly songs off the EP. And. Um, just because our set was short. So anytime we have time to play both the EP and Burst, we'll do that. Uh, we just wanted to prioritize the EP songs on this last run.
1: And how has the general reception for your EP been so far? Besides, obviously, like having Gum say that it is one of the great EPs of this past year.
4: I think the reception has been great so far. Um, Getting a lot of good feedback and uh, people, you know, sharing our songs and singing along at shows already. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it.
1: And obviously, is this, we'll obviously be hearing this on your upcoming tour with Nothing Nowhere. And do you have any other like music planned or another LP planned for 2022?
4: Um, nothing solidified yet. Uh, like don't have any dates to share or anything, but we definitely are already going to be cranking away at some new music. Uh, we're taking a little fall or a little holiday break, but then, uh, we'll get back to writing some new stuff. And, um, the goal is to, to put out another full length album. Um, but kind of, we're just in the conceptual Uh, writing stage right now so nothing super solid yet
0: was it very like i mean i'm I'm making an assumption here but like the ep probably was what came out of like not having a lot to do not having a lot and having a lot of time um not being able to play shows and not being able to like you know be in front of an audience and play new stuff for them and get like that that in-person feedback so uh, I assume now is more of the time of just like, oh, listen to the stuff. Like, I don't want to make new <laughs> stuff. Listen to the stuff.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm i definitely like that. Chloe is funny and is just constantly turning out new material, which is fantastic. But I'm like, oh my God, okay, we just made this EP. Like, we got to promote this. And like, if you listen to it now, I'm not quite ready to move on to the next cycle, but... Um, I am excited to write some new stuff, though. We're just going in a really, like, uh, fun, not totally different, just, like, more specified direction that I'm excited about. But I'm totally, yeah, totally on that train though. of, like, okay, we just put this EP out. We still got to (laughs) work on this for a little bit.
1: (laughs) You you have to, like, wait and, like, bask in it and be like, oh, this is, like, really cool. This is really nice. Guys, like, let's enjoy this right now. Enjoy (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's
3: tough, though, because – like we wrote and recorded those songs over the pandemic or the beginning of it. And uh, so it feels like we've lived with the EP for a while. And now that it's out, you want to let go of it and you can't cause you got to promote it and play the songs and call that jazz.
0: Yeah. The, I mean, obviously everything was thrown off, but the cycle of like an album release and like kind of, uh, I feel like a lot of artists say like, Hey, we made this. It's yours now. But usually in the way that it is yours now is that, that live interaction of like hearing the songs live, feeling them live, having the show behind it. And then they move on to the next thing, or they go on different tours and they might play different set lists. But once, you know, that, that cycle plays out, it's like, yeah, we're moving on. Here's new music. You can learn this music. You can come to the show. You can sing this. But now it's like, the band has had the music for so much longer and the audience hasn't had it. And so like, like songs that we became obsessed with over the last year, it's like, man, I really want to go see, I'm going to say his name. I really want to go see MGK live because I haven't heard these songs played live yet. Right. But it's like, shit, like it's been out for over a year. Like who's excited for this, yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. the audience it's- certainly is.
4: Yeah, we totally run into that, like, with uh, our debut album first, releasing that in 2020. Um, you know, I mean, obviously we weren't paying shows after that, but that album, like, we had already been playing those songs for two full years in our hometown. Those were our earliest set list, like, songs. Um, and then, you know... We put it out we were ready to be done with it we we were gonna tour on it but we were already kind of tired of it but now it's kind of like it's sat out people have uh learned it and now they expect it at our shows um yeah it's it's funny that those songs are like super 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 old to us now mm-hmm. um and we're really ready to move on but it's just always
2: play more yeah <laughs> but, yeah. I did
0: I did listen to that earlier today and I was like that's actually a really good song. So now I'm going to be the guy in the audience. So when we see you if you're like this fucking guy, that's me. I'm that fucking guy.
1: And then I'll just add you cowards cuz I mean yeah. that's just how you get people to play the songs you want to yeah. hear. In my experience, okay?
0: It works like 25% oh. of the time.
1: Yeah, and it's fine. I'm usually having a good time when I yell it too, so it's fine. Yeah. It all works. <laughs> You confuse everyone around you, and you just say, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> yeah, it's
4: it just a really important. Lauren's leaving. It was just a very important. It was very. <laughs> uh, it was a very important record.
1: That's worse than buffalo sauce. Yeah. What? I don't like buffalo sauce. I'm sorry. That's a hot take. Do
2: <laughs> <to> another one. <laughs> Hey
1: Club, our new episode of Spicy Takes with our besties Action Adventure is out now on our YouTube channel. We're excited to say that for this series, Chicago-based suit, Hot Sauce is our sponsor. In this episode, we feature Action Adventure's Poser Poison Hot Sauce, which includes hints of Mexican chocolate and scorpion pepper. It's sold out online, but snag a ticket to see them, IRL, to get a bottle of your own purple sauce. You can also obsessively refresh SootsayerHotsauce.com until it comes back in stock on their site. While you're there, scoop up some other spicy sauces. Our next guest will include friends like Rematch, OK Cool, and more to be announced. So make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube too at YouTube.com slash club. Thanks again to our friends at Sauce. So from, you guys started as a band in like 2018. And obviously, it's 2021, almost 2022. How have you all evolved in this band? And how do you feel you will go forward more so? Especially if you're going in this like kind of different, not like fully different direction, like you had said, but like a newer avenue for music. Do you think it's going to be anything wildly different from your original stuff when you guys started?
3: <sighs> um, Just like, Sorry, you go ahead.
4: I um I know like from my point of view and from what I've talked to um like Chloe a little bit about like I feel like in the last three almost or four years that we've been a band, like I've just um become a lot more independent and like kind of have thicker skin. Uh and I think that shows in the music and like with her too. Like we're ready to write like some some in your face <laughs> heavier shit. And like I'm 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 done with my wallowing, my okay <laughs> sadness and I'm ready for like the fuck you songs. Yeah. Um so yeah, like I think her and I are definitely on the same page about that. While well, the band has talked about just like going in this like little bit heavier rock psyche jammy. I don't really know uh, how to describe it phase but I'm ready for some more like kind of in your face like I don't know more hardcore shit
3: <laughs> and Tell it's not to gonna describe. be like it's not gonna be hardcore because there's still telecasters no. on stage
4: <laughs> you know um, with the capo on fucking yeah. 7
3: yeah <laughs> so <laughs> I think it'll like just settle in uh, a really cool spot if we're trying to to do something a little bit more in your face. Um yet still retaining like the parts of us that make us us.
4: Totally. I don't think we'll ever let go of the twinkly guitars yeah. and those really delicate moments. But yeah. yeah. Kinda I think ready like lyrically to to just be like a little tougher, a little more like straightforward um and I don't know definitely still going to be emo there's still going to be sad stuff it might just be with a little more punch I guess <laughs> no but I'm not angry s-
1: sad but not so <laughs> yes. hardcore yes. people are going to like crowd kill at your shows <laughs>
4: <laughs> no I no crowd killing but I really hope that like this stuff can induce more like moshing I don't know hmm. that's the vibe yeah. that I'm ready for <laughs>
0: leaning more into the grunge than the bubble. Yes. yes.
1: Did, did people mosh at grunge shows? Like were people moshing in Nirvana? Uh
0: in Smells Like Teen Spirit music video they were. <laughs> Lizzie, I was like 3. Like what do you want? <laughs> I wasn't moshing.
1: I was hardly alive, so I feel like I have to ask.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was I was but a young man of 38. <laughs> i don't know i mean at this point like i have seen bands that are fully acoustic have mosh pits like i've I've seen everything uh no no drummer even just like acoustic guitar and a cello or like a like a standing bass and that was it that was on stage it was just played really fast and the crowd was like i'm going up who's lifting me it's like there's an acoustic guitar what are you doing (laughs) It's all about yeah. The energy. Yeah. You can thrash without, you know, you can thrash to music that is not thrashy and you can make thrashy music or make non thrashy music thrashable. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: We're going to we're going to we're going to come up
0: with a new genre by the end I'm of this. Probably... It's just going to be, you know, new thrash is what you're going to be. And I don't new know. Stand thrash. up
1: bass. I feel like there's more things to incorporate there.
0: there was a lot to incorporate that day yes that was uh well ohio uh foxy shazam was playing that show and they were the headliner and that was uh the craziest part of the day so
4: oh yeah
0: (laughs) look if you're not getting kicked in the head at a show was it even even at the show
4: What's the point? Were you even at the show? (laughs) Like,
0: oh, you know, oh, I have these pictures, but I don't have a bruise in the middle of my forehead, so I'm lame, and I should go back.
1: Did you even go to a show with your friends if you didn't start a wall of death and then yell across to each other, I'm going to fucking kill you and have people like, you good?
0: (laughs) Here's a story for everybody. We were at Kenny Hoopla a couple weeks ago.
1: You bet we were.
0: (laughs) And they they opened the pit, and they were like, wall of death. And Lizzie... (laughs) Lizzie's friend was across the way, and Lizzie was staring right at them, and Lizzie's wearing a backpack, glasses, and her mask, and I believe still had your phone at the time?
1: Yeah. No, I gave you my phone because I ran. Okay. I was wearing a skirt, though.
0: Yes, and a backpack full of, like, a laptop and a book, and just, like, the rest of the room, like, wasn't sure when the drop was happening, and Lizzie just like drives across the, the entire venue and just runs right into her friend and everyone else is like whoa <laughs> like okay <laughs> like Lizzie was ready shit
1: <laughs> Nobody in there knew how to start a bit yeah. so I you don't scared know what else literally
0: everybody in that Good. moment I'm like her backpack carried that weight too and just like like couldn't stop the inertia just pushed you through the other side
1: it's determination that's that's all it is I mean, if, if you're not
4: like raging at a kenny hoopla show like what are you doing? right you i mean off.
1: i mean that <laughs> that dude yeeted himself into the audience like mm-hmm. once every yep. song so mm-hmm. i feel like it was proper in etiquette mm-hmm. for yeah. us to also yeet at each other
2: <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely he <Lizzie> was top <laughs> yeeter of the night is all i'm saying <laughs> the ultimate yeeter
1: that's all I tried to do.
0: It was it was awe-inspiring. I'm gonna be honest. Like it's a it's a sight to behold. I did Just have some,
1: some very big men come up to me. They said, Wow, you really you really did that. And I said, Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Lizzie was the bullet that night. <laughs> uh we are we're nearing an hour. I want to make sure we have a little bit of time for your plugs where everybody can find you, where everybody can uh buy $200 tickets. We're assuming you're Olivia Rodrigo status at this point. So uh, yeah, where everybody can find you, where everybody can find your stuff, uh, where they can support you. Obviously everybody's on Spotify, but where can somebody buy your music? Where can somebody give you money?
4: You can uh, really give us money on Bandcamp at snarlsband.bandcamp.com. You can also just stream our music on any music streaming platform can follow us on uh, primarily Instagram, but also Twitter and Facebook at Snarls Band. Um, and you can listen to our music, buy our merch, watch our music videos, and buy any tickets to shows at snarlsmusic.com.
1: Love it. All together, Perfect. all conducive. <laughs> I mean, we will at least see you at the Chicago show on your upcoming tour. Hundo P. Yes. We got Yay, pre-sale so tickets. I was so stoked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, can't wait to meet you guys. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: Lizzie has been thirsty to go charge somebody at another show yeah. since the last one. <laughs> I think also, it's also
1: like... it's also great too because every time a a show that I'm like, oh, I, Brian and I could go to this goes on sale, I text them early in the morning. And i'm like hey do you want to go to the show and then like he takes too long to respond so i say oh I, you're going i already bought the tickets
0: <laughs> i don't think i've woken up early enough for a pre-sale in a long time <laughs>
1: no well <Yeah. laughs> when meet me at the altar and nothing nowhere dropped from the all-time low tour they announced a show literally the next day here in chicago and I was like, Well, Brian's gonna have to legally go. Like there's no no hell <laughs> it's higher LR uh, high water. Like he had to go. And I woke up and said, Hey, I bought these tickets and we're going tomorrow for yes. this show that you were unaware about when you woke up this morning.
0: It's a beautiful thing. Like you just wake up and you're like, Oh shit,
1: a gift. It's <laughs> fantastic. <That>
0: great. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not gonna look at gift horse in the mountain. Absolutely. See you there. You know? Put it in my calendar. Good morning. <laughs> Gonna have a cup of coffee and, you know, figure out how I'm getting there tomorrow. <laughs> uh, are there, like, I mean, I don't know. There are a lot of shows that are now, like, have happened, and there are a lot of shows coming up in, like, May. I, I see an announcement from May 2022, and I'm like, I, I now. <laughs> but is there any anything, like, aside from your own tour, like, coming up that you're excited about? Mm. anything you're waking up at 7 a.m. for pre-sale tickets
4: <laughs> oh I already got my tickets but I'm very excited to see Courtney Barnett early next Ooh, year
1: she's really good yes. live
4: love her so much I actually went to Chicago to see her one time it was fantastic
1: was um, it pitchfork
4: yes no it was at a theater R- Rivier oh the Riv yeah like yeah, R- yeah. Um, yeah, it was a fantastic show. I'm so happy she's coming closer to me this time. There and you I'll go. see her in my hometown.
0: <laughs> Max, any shows coming up that you're like, hell oh, yeah?
3: I honestly have not been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do better. Yeah.
1: But your head said Spider Man. You said yeah. Spider Man. That's yeah,
3: it. I couldn't, my brain couldn't p- pass that. You're like And now I'm past Spider Man and I don't know what to do. Nothing to do. <laughs> uh
0: the last episode of Hawkeye is tomorrow. The Hawkeye season has been quite good. So there's the final episode of that. Should be real yes. good. But, you know, there's there's that, and then there's nothing. <laughs> and then there's just it's just empty until May of next year. Yeah. For Doctor yep. Strange and the multiverse of madness. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that like I, I, I kinda share that. It's like I'll wake up early for spider-man tickets but a concert <laughs> that'll be around again yeah but somebody's right. gonna tell me what happens at the end of that damn movie immediately <laughs> well i can listen to the album it's out <laughs> <laughs> i got my priorities anyway yes. uh we will continue chatting for a little bit over on twitch uh with all of our friends that are hanging out there but uh, i want to thank snarls for joining us Nick, Max, this has been absolute a pleasure. Yeah,
4: thanks,
0: guys. Thanks. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, let us know how much you liked us. It was five stars, so just go ahead, give us that five.
1: You know you want to. On Apple Music
0: and now Spotify, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Leave us a little, you know. I like this episode. That was your voice, and if you left that comment, that's the voice we gave you.
1: That's okay. I mean, that's our that's entire a way audience to take just sounds like squeaky sound little like.
0: animals. We will see you <laughs> next week with another episode, hopefully. Until then, I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye.
0: That was your voice saying goodbye.
1: Goodbye, fuckers. Now you're now you're like Mickey Mouse territory. <gasps> uh-huh. Get out of my park, motherfucker.
0: Oh. I'll slice your fucking throat. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I start this episode with a sup, fuckers. <laughs>